Let's do it quickly. Do you think that there are more shoes to drop in the beginning of this investigation that will shock Americans? Not in regard to just Flynn's part of it, but in regard to right. Reich, Reichagate and in regard to uh, uh, FBI influence, in influence uh, uh, and malpractice, and also in regard to a lot of FISA things, yes, I think there's more sh shoes to drop, and I think there'll be prosecution. I wish everybody involved in all these stories wasn't 100 years old, but that's <laughs> Chuck Grassley, the senator from Iowa, uh, who's on the Judicial Committee, and he thinks there's going to be prosecutions. Now, I... Is he right or wrong? I remember, um, who's the pencil neck? Never seen a neck that thin. Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff was talking about author of the Schiff Show. Prosecutions and indictments, as were a whole bunch of other people, and there were none, of course, uh, out of the the Russian investigation uh, when the rubber met the road. And will there be this going this direction? But anyway, yesterday a whole bunch of transcripts were released, and it, that include James Clapper who used to uh, be the director of national intelligence. He knew every secret in the land. Bald-headed chap lied before Congress about uh, the collection of your uh, metadata. And he testified a long time ago that, quote, I never saw any direct empirical evidence that the Trump campaign or someone in it was plotting or conspiring with Russians to meddle with the election. He did, however, go on MSNBC for the next, like, two years talking about the various possibilities and this could happen and I think this will happen, even though... He, he he had looked at everything and already knew. Well, um, he hinted darkly, constantly, about classified evidence that's very troubling. While he knew there was no evidence. And Schiff knew all this testimony, too. Right. He was there. So, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, and the, the, lots of people lying like crazy for political reasons. That's the, what's going and on. And so the Department of Justice moved to drop the case against Michael Flynn. He almost certainly will be pardoned by the president, and then that'll be the end of that for him, I would guess. A quick and somewhat amusing aside on that note, although uh, I do want to hear Flynn now come out and do interviews. And Why would you mislead the, the vice president? Did you? Oh, yeah, I, what I, happened I, with that? Because there was some odd behavior, no doubt. I don't but, like when this breaks down to Flynn, a great American hero. I, I'm not particularly concerned with his his singular life he mm -hmm. did he did lie to the vice president he was doing stuff with turkey that was clearly not supposed to do right but i'm a bit of a loose cannon i am concerned about the fbi well so many people have come forward and said this in the last couple of weeks hey you all are just finding out that this is what the fbi has been doing for decades under all administrations if they think they got somebody hot they figure out a way to uh, to trap you and then right. they got you over a barrel and they can squeeze you for all kinds of stuff yeah Yep. Uh, a quick and somewhat amusing aside. So the charges were dismissed with prejudice, and we were discussing what that meant. And as a man who very nearly attended law school, very close, I, I stated that that means they're they're not going to refile them. It's over. Well, uh, we have uh, had a couple of angry emailers say that's wrong. With prejudice means they can bring it back anytime. So I did a little research just to see if I'd been correct, and according to Wiki Answers or one of those uh, message boards, here's answer number one. What does it mean if a case is dismissed with prejudice? Answer number one is, it means it's excused for now, but either party may bring it back before the judge at any given time. The next answer is, if a court case is dismissed with prejudice, you cannot be charged with the exact same case again. <laughs> and so realizing, oh, I'm on one of those stupid, stupid message boards that just people anybody can um 
uh, can can post to. I went to an actual legal website. In the formal legal world, a court case that is dismissed with prejudice means that it is dismissed permanently. A case dismissed with prejudice is over and done with once and for all and can't be brought back to court. A case dismissed without prejudice means the opposite. So thank you for your scathing emails correcting me, correcting me when I was right. You have merely added, you've merely fueled my egomania, and nobody needs that. <laughs> Do me a favor, take 30 seconds before you write your stupid emails. Good news, Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande have released a duet that is a salute to <laughs> coronavirus responders. <clears throat> I'm sorry? A salute okay. to coronavirus responders. Is it? Well, I tell you what. That's what it says here. Well, it's I'm stuck with you. You listen to it? Yeah, it didn't sound like a first responder thing at all. I don't, well, that's, wow, another layer of what the hell on top of this. I, I will tell you this. Nurses and doctors going in every day helping the sick people are absolutely worthy of, of great thanks and, and are held in high, high regard. I'm not sure this helps them. To the extent that it even is a you know a tribute song, but uh, anyway, I appreciate the gesture. Or are they just looking for publicity for their new single? So I mentioned earlier today that uh, I'd forgotten that Mother's Day was Sunday. I'm glad Sean reminded us all, and I'm reminding you all right now. Yes, it'd be easy. It'd be easy to lose that in the midst of that, in the midst of this, because I remember. F- a couple of things have happened during the coronavirus that, that normally get a lot of attention. April Fool's Day, first day of spring, St. Patrick's Day, just they kind of came and went because nobody can do anything. And that could have happened with Mother's Day. But Mother's Day is Sunday. My wife said uh, the, the pug puppy is a combination birthday present, Mother's Day present. No, Perfect. Do, do nothing. You're off the hook. Do absolutely nothing. Well, that's what she, she will ins- be just fine. What she insinu- insinuated a while back insinuated did you get it in writing and we we got this text jack for the good of the show don't get your wife a mother's day gift and then let us know how that goes yeah Yeah. (laughs) anybody Uh, who uh who who thinks you're now off the hook is not only not married but they've never met a woman they've never interacted in any way with anyone with two x chromosomes Wow, I actually thought I was off the hook. I'm glad I brought this up. Sounds like a double trap too, because initially I thought it was just, oh no, that's a, it's a Mother's Day. That's fine, whatever, that's fine. But the common to to say that this covers both birthday and Mother's Day, I feel like you're you're getting set up for the double whammy. This is more or less right, exactly. what uh, uh, Comey and Strzok did to Flynn. I was just going to say, is James Clapper and 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 Comey in charge of your <laughs> Mother's Day present? They are so trying to set you up. You're going to end up charged with a felony. So anyway, happy Mother's Day to the mothers out there. You will not be going to brunch in most of America, as far as I can tell. Oh, by the way, to uh, finish off the, uh, the, the the very brief discussion we've given you of this drop in the case against Michael Flynn and the papers that came out yesterday, we're just scratching the surface, really. But um, the other side of the argument is that the, we now have a Justice Department that's completely out of control and in the pocket of a, of a of um, of an evil president, and we should be more scared than we've ever been. Yeah, I was um, just reading the WAPO thick with that sort of quote. Susan Hennessy of CNN said this moment, she's their legal analyst, this moment represents the full collapse of an apolitical justice department, an astonishing assault on the rule of law, and in a functional DOJ, it would prompt mass resignation. Wow. I feel like when you read the quotes from the documents, um, it became, you know, like James Clapper there, it became it becomes more clear that, 
they knew a long, long time ago there, there was no there there, but it, it, it went forward anyway. Right, right. And then they tried their best to trap Flynn into saying something untrue, you know, as those memos made clear, and the agents were like, why are we talking to him? What's our point here? Are we just trying to trap him into saying something untrue, or are we looking at conviction, or do we just want to get him fired, which is really an extraordinary thing. And the idea that if the uh, FBI, the Justice Department goes wild, goes way rogue, but it's against the other guys, so you just, you know, if you're that CNN lady, you just say, oh, no, no, they're perfect. In fact, this is going rogue. I mean, these people are cynical beyond what most of us can comprehend. Yeah, well, all they all they care about is their side winning. It is a hilarious joke in D.C. that those people are patriots. You well, can't be cynical enough about those I'll people. Tell you what, the thirty thousand foot view of this, if you want to like not look at it from a partisan standpoint, and just overall. The fact that none of us believe in any of these institutions anymore is not going to end well. This is this is not good for the United States of America that you have so much of America that doesn't believe in the FBI, that doesn't believe in the Justice Department, that believes the Attorney General is a criminal, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. This, this, this doesn't end well. Well, the only way it could end well, and this will never happen, is if there is a rigorous, sincere, bipartisan reform effort of all these things we're talking about. And do it openly, do it, do it aggressively, keep us up to date on it. In, you know, in a, a way similar to the post Vietnam era where, where Jerry Ford tried to be a hundred percent above board and the rest of it. But I don't see that happening. I see it going in the other direction. I mean, if you were in a country where that CNN lady says what she says, when, uh, as we mentioned earlier, the guy actually in charge of this wasn't Barr at all. It was this career prosecutor and FBI guy in St. Louis. Who, who generated the report and gave it to Barr. And the report is, is, is fabulous. It's airtight. Um, if you, if you're willing to ignore that, or if you're James Clapper, you're willing to get on cable TV and lie for years, knowing that there's no evidence. Um, we're just, we're never going to have that sort of sincere and, uh, you know, bipartisan patriotic effort to straighten things out. And it's, it's, uh, it's scary. Oh, we decided we wanted to get Trey Gowdy on again, Sean, just because this is so good. And it's a kicking for one of our favorite, uh, people that need to be kicked. We need a justice system that everyone has confidence in, whether it's a three-star general or a black jogger in Georgia. We need a justice system we have confidence in. Jim Comey, I got the title for his next book, How My Arrogance Ruined the Reputation of the World's Premier Law Enforcement Agency. That's your next title. It's long, but the book is long. But that's the next book he ought to write. Not one about, about honor and integrity, how his own arrogance and hubris wrecked the FBI. I like that. It's a long yeah. title, but the book is long. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, that's, I, I'll be interested to see how this plays out in the Sunday shows. I will watch them for that. I've got such a great tease here, Joe. You're going to like this. Oh, boy. A scientifically proven trick to help you avoid eating junk food or things you shouldn't eat just in general. A scientifically, scientifically pro- proven trick. Huh. It's a trick. It's like sleight of hand, practically. It's a hack, as they say. Yeah, heading into the weekend to keep you from eating stuff you shouldn't eat, among other things on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. (laughs) 
So what do you want to first hear first? Uh, you want to hear a little from Elon Musk, or do you want to hear that hack on on how to avoid eating junk food? Oh, boy. You want me to hang uh, on to that? Wh- no, I don't know. I don't I'll, know. I'm, I'll hang on to it. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> it's a good digging tease. In, yeah, it is. But let's do it this segment. All right. Okay. I don't want to be a liar again. Tesla reopening. I'm sorry, Tesla. I'm not reopening Tesla. Why not? Because that's not what the guy's name was. That's not the way anybody ever ever pronounced it my entire life. People talking about the guy who invented the light bulb, Tesla. It's 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 Elon Musk's company, and he says Tesla. It's, How dare you contradict? Maybe it's something they say in South Africa, but that's not the way we say it in the United States. So would you call it genital motors just because that's what you'd heard in your hometown or something? No, if that's every, absurd. But if it's everybody Tesla. else said that, I would. Tesla is reopening its Fremont, California plant Friday. That's today. Despite uh, county public health orders against such non-essential businesses, according to CNBC, citing company emails, uh, Elon Musk, who we are about to uh, talk about more, sent an email to employees uh, saying they'd open about 30 uh, percent. I pronounce it Musk. The plant will resume limited operations Friday with about 30% of workers on a typical shift. Is that a, it's a week from Friday? They must mean a week from Friday. Oh. Or a week from today, rather. I'm sorry. So, uh, interesting. That's Little is known. Again, it's just leaked emails, I guess. Uh, Elon has been championing the idea of sensible reopening and ending to excessive uh, emergency powers by the governor of California, Gavin Mussolini. Uh, so we'll have to see how that proceeds. I mean, that is absolutely defying the authority of the county in which that plant uh, is in a way that, you know, it's, I coached youth sports for a long time. If you tell your players, all right, uh, you, we got to get this drill right or we're going to run, and then they get the drill wrong and you tell them to run, they say, go to hell, you run. <laughs> you might as well just say, thank you, I'm leaving, because your authority is done. And governors like uh, the, the gal in Michigan and the pretty boy in California – they are, uh, well, they're telling us to run, and we're saying, you run. Shall we play in the uh, Elon Musk clips? I'm sorry, I wasn't in sure. on the uh, conversation. What's he uh, talking about here? This stuff? or uh, Similarly, so uh, he, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast yesterday. This is uh, just talking about kind of, uh, this was in response to the, the crowd that wants to do kind of a universal basic income until we get to the other side of this, where mm. we, we, we pay people to stay at home. This notion, though, that uh, you, you know you can just sort of send checks out everybody and, and things will be fine is not true, obviously. Uh, the, there's, some people have this absurd like uh, view that the economy is like some magic horn of plenty. Like it, it just makes stuff, stuff you know whatever. It just there's a magic horn of plenty and the goods and services they just come from this magic horn of plenty, and then if um, like if somebody has more stuff than somebody else, it's because they took more from this magic horn of plenty. Now let me uh, just break it to you, the, the fools out there. Huh. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. You, you can't just legislate money and, and solve these things. If you don't make stuff, you, there is no stuff. It's, it's the, whole, the machine just grinds to a halt. You know, that's a perfectly reasonable explanation uh, much more reasonable than his explanation of his baby's wacky name, <laughs> for instance, which is uh, Elon clip number three. How do you say the name? 
Is I, it a placeholder? First of all, my partner is the one that uh, actually mostly came up with the name. Congratulations to her. Yeah, yeah, she's great at names. Um, so, I mean, it's just X, the letter X, and then the A-E is, like, pronounced Ash. Um, <laughs> and then A-12 is my contribution. Why A-12? Archangel 12, the precursor to the SR-71, coolest plane ever. <laughs> well, as a person who's uh, very much into... Uh, aerial travel as you are that's uh perfect it's pretty great hey do we have time to play the clip of the the, the where he's talking about the hospitals uh, inflating yeah like, jump on it right here because that that's pretty the, interesting the stimulus bill that was intended to help uh, uh with the hospitals that were being overrun with 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 code patients uh created an incentive to record something as, as covid that is difficult to say no to, especially if your hospital is going bankrupt for lack of other patients. So the hospitals are in a bind right now. There's a bunch of hospitals, are, they're furloughing doctors, as you were mentioning. They're, you know, they're, if your hospital is half full, you're, it's hard, hard to make ends meet. So now you've got like, you know, if I just check this box, I get $8,000. Put them on a ventilator for five minutes, I get $39,000. Like, or or, or I've got to fire some doctors. So what's the, what's the, this, is, this is a tough moral quandary. Like, what what you can do? That is really interesting stuff, and, and that's an incredibly compelling argument too for the inflation of some of the numbers. I hope the press can stay on this story as we get more and more information over time. And buy a Tesla. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I need to explain what's about to happen here, otherwise you're going to think your radio was broken or you've died. Um, you don't want to think you've died by listening to this. That gonna, would be a bad thing for a radio show to do. Because <laughs> there's going to be a long bit of silence here. Joe Biden, Democratic candidate for president, had a virtual town hall, and they were going to do something slick and cool. It starts with him at the back of the room up against this window, it looks like. And he's got his aviator shades on, which is kind of his brand. It's kind of the cool guy brand thing he's got. And he's going to walk forward and take him off to start the, the whole thing. And then this is what the show sounded like at the beginning. Please welcome Vice President Biden. Remember, you haven't died. Can you introduce me? Good evening. Thanks so much for tuning in. I wish we could have done this together and it gone a little more smoothly, but uh, but I'm grateful we're able to connect virtually. You introduce me? <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. Uh, now we started? That sort of thing happens. Uh, uh, that sort of thing uh, happens. But uh, there, were, there were. Yes, with 80 year olds. <laughs> No offense to the 80-year-olds. There were even more problems with some of the uh, the way the microphones were set up. You know, we should be designing our economic response to avoid these desperate outcomes so the funds can actually reach people in communities and small businesses, you know, that, that they're supposed to be helping. <laughs> avoid yes. these outcomes of birds overpowering You're our... inside, sir. <laughs> Where yes. are these birds? <laughs> But the attacks from the animal kingdom weren't over yet. Obamacare was the biggest, most progressive expansion over the four years of our health care system. You know, I've heard that described as a duck. I've said that myself. That clearly is a goose. So, but Isn't it a Canada goose? It sounds like a goose. But has anybody from the Biden camp 
uh, spoken to this? Why have been, been fired yet? Why, why were there birds Has anybody involved? Anybody shot the goose? <laughs> why were there birds involved? Like that's not a common thing. Joe and I have done a million things. Never once has one of us said, "Are we? Sh- are we sure there are no really loud geese in here?" Obamacare was the biggest, most progressive expansion over the four years of our health care system. It's not a normal problem you have to watch out for. What What was the situation? Oh, why did I do it in aviary? <laughs> I should have thought what? the birds are what noisy. A stupid idea. He must I have his windows open or something. We're going to soar above. I mean, I had all these doll. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're going to introduce me. All right. But have you heard any explanation? Gobble, gobble. What? Where were the birds? <laughs> I have not seen a uh, an explanation of that. Yeah, apparently his window was open. They're just out in the yard. I mean, it sounds like a lovely place. It's, Did they have yeah. a mic sticking out of the window? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. It shouldn't that much overpower the guy that's mic'd up. You wouldn't think. <laughs> There's a duck outside the window. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Was this like the the U.S. Open from the you know uh, several years back when they were piping in bird noise to give? <laughs> oh, that was it. yeah, that was the Masters. That's right. right. <laughs> you had ornithologists calling in. There's no way the Western Sandy Woodpecker will be on hand at Augusta, Georgia, not at this time of the year. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know. Is yeah. this <laughs> off the board? I'll come up and drag you off. Is this is this merely, you know, radio talk hosts with certain political leanings looking for an opportunity to beat up on the candidate? Or is this legitimately a bit of a poo show? The next time Joe Biden presents something smoothly and coherently will be the first time. No, that's not true. But he is he's on quite the string of floundering appearances, though, and statements remember the sunday talk show stuff was this last yeah. sunday or the previous one yeah it was incoherent so i'm telling you this covid 19 thing your conventional wisdom is that wow it's really handicapped the biden campaign they can't have rallies no, it's i think it's him. the it's the best thing that ever happened it's saving him you you know how much attention this would have gotten yesterday if this were a normal time where the cable news is you know looking for something to talk about and the late night talk hosts and all that no He's he's lucky right. that this. I don't understand why he doesn't just hunker down. God, don't do anything. If if the conventional wisdom, which you know, why am I quoting conventional wisdom at this point in life? But anyway, the, the, there's a certain belief that there's a ton of anti-Trump votes out there, but not a lot of I'm excited about Joe Biden votes out there. I well, think that's pretty reasonable. I think that's incredibly reasonable. Don't give them a reason to doubt voting for you and and casting an anti-trump vote mm-hmm. don't talk them out of it i'm just y- you don't need to talk them into it really if you're counting on that vote i'd rather have trump win than biden i'm not making that argument but um uh, if i'm in the biden campaign all we gotta do is not dissuade the anti-trump vote and we win right 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 so I insist on behalf of the audience that you tell us the uh, scientific way to avoid eating junk oh, or something right. thing. Uh, after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe, the best overall home security of 2020, Maybe perhaps they can protect you. F- exactly. Thank you. That was my punchline, more or less. <laughs> but 
Uh, you beat me to it. Uh, so it has the doorbell alerts and the cameras and the motion sensors and everything a great security system should have. But it doesn't have the long contracts. It doesn't have the expensive installation. This is great home security. Best overall home security of 2020, according to U.S. News and World Report. This is the best you can get. And... You can set it up yourself in under an hour, and your home is protected 24-7, about 50 cents a day. You're not locked into a long contract. This is the best way to go by far. It's really flexible, too, for you and your house and your needs, too. You're going to like this system. I sure do. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong to get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. Now, Simply is spelled S-I-M-P-L-I. Isn't that unique? SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. 60-day risk-free trial. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. I just saw Taylor Swift up on the TV, and she was clearly doing some sort of uh, announcement uh, online, and it reminded me, there was an article in the New York Times yesterday of, do we need celebrities anymore, and what are celebrities anyway, that I thought was really pretty interesting. Now that it's just a pretty person in their home talking to me in my home, what, what, ex- what is really going on here? Right, stripped of the lights and the special effects and the the band and the explosions Dancing. and the movies or whatever. Now yeah. we're both in our kitchens, so what? Yeah, why am I listening to you? Why do I care what you <laughs> well, think? I'm in my kitchen. You appear to be in the Taj Mahal of some sort. <laughs> right, yeah, in some cases, but... It is, it is weird. Uh, you're just another person talking about the coronavirus now. Well, well, it's funny because we have been of this mind for a very long time, openly. But you're skilled at acting, so you're telling me about public policy. Uh, help me connect those dots. And now that they've been stripped of the glorious accoutrements of uh, you know show business, you think, well, that's just the doofus in their kitchen. Why am I listening to them? And I still have the junk food thing, but one more thing on the Biden Good. thing. The reason, the reason I ask is if you've heard any uh, explanations from the Biden campaign is, are we sure somebody didn't hack in? Because those things are all so hackable. I just wondered if somebody hacked in and planted those sound effects. But I suppose no, if that had happened, no. they already would have It wouldn't be that them. subtle. I mean, that would be some of the greatest restraint in the history of hacking. This is how if, you find I tell out. you what, we're going to hack into Biden's campaign address. We're going to take it over, but we're only going to play goose noises. <laughs> right. So the way we'll know is if his next town hall, there are rhinos and elephants and lion, lion roars. <laughs> Apes. <laughs> Apes. That would be good. Yeah. Uh, so here you go. This scientifically proven trick to help you avoid eating so much junk food. And I would just include junk food. I don't know. And when I think junk food, I usually think chips and stuff like that, but it's really anything that you shouldn't eat, right? Yeah. I'm a hungry, fat man. Get to it. I need to hear this. I'll read it to you. I'll see how you react. <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if you're looking for a little help to steer yourself away from unhealthier options and back onto something your body will appreciate a little more, a new piece of research published in Clinical Psychology Science from the University of Minnesota suggests this may be the trick to try. This has got some... Uh, Credibility there, huh? Yeah, sounds good so far. When being asked to choose between food options, the young adults were told to either speak in the first person or the third person. In effect, what do I want versus what does Jack want? Interestingly, those who spoke to themselves in the third person were more likely to ditch the junk food in favor of a healthier choice. Okay, let me see if I understand it. So I'm sitting down to uh, trying to decide whether or not I'm going to eat this last piece of cheesecake in the fridge. Should I eat this or not? If I say, Jack, should you eat this or not? I'm less likely to eat it, according to this study. You know, 
I'm intrigued by this. I, uh, there's uh, this sounds crazy, but I think yes, I get it. It does. No, I think I get it. It it has it's it's a cousin to the whole you interrupt an addiction. Uh, so it, it becomes more clear that it's a choice. You're making a choice. You disrupt the pattern. And, and as somebody who overeats occasionally, um, I, I think I get this. Uh, they, it, I, it's odd. I grant you that. It's a technique, and I was unaware of this. I might try this uh, going forward. It's called distanced self-talk. Everybody kind of talks to themselves either out loud or in their mind. Yeah. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? That's what I say. Distant self-talk takes on the power of, like, another person talking to you. Hmm. And we react differently to that for some reason. Yeah. It's interesting. I'd never thought of distant self-talk. It takes it from, what do I want to, what would I advise me were I another person? Sort of weird mind gymnastics. I think that works. It sounds jivey, but it works. Should Joe go get more uh, potato chips? It becomes a logical issue as opposed to an impulse issue. Or is it just, um, uh, you know, the the true your true self is what you do when nobody is watching? Well, somebody's watching in your mind. There's another mm. person there. Because my true self can't be trusted. My true self can't be trusted. So another he, he's me. He's a voracious hog. A liar. Another me, bearded Spock. Uh, another me <laughs> has to be watching me at all times. Evil Spock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that. Wow. If that's uh-huh. the psychological gymnastics going on or not. I think Joe should try to remember this advice, but he probably won't. You know, I do talk to myself that way sometimes, always like in sarcastic, mean tones. You know, Jack, some normal people would <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been leave known their to keys do that. in the same place every day instead of walk around the house for 10 minutes trying to find them. <laughs> that's the sort of thing for I instance, say to myself. Right. Right. Anyway. Right. Uh, anybody know anything about that? Our text line, 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. Speaking of Joe Biden, his accuser finally did an interview. Maybe we can hear from her a little bit, among other things on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday's gray, and Wednesday too. Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday, I'm in love. If I can just go back for one second to Blasey Ford. Yes. Some of those who supported her, but now have found a reason not to support you, say, well, she was under oath. Would you go under oath? Absolutely. They say, well, she subjected herself to cross-examination. Would you do that? Absolutely. They also point out that she took a polygraph controlled by someone on her team. Is that something you want to do? I'm not a criminal. Joe Biden should take the polygraph. What kind of precedent does that set for survivors of violence? Does that mean we're presumed guilty and we all have to take polygraphs? So I will take one if Joe Biden takes one. But I'm not a criminal. I agree with half of that, Tara Reid. But what sort of precedent does it take that anybody could come out of the woodwork with any accusation and I all of a sudden have to take a polygraph 
uh, or or clearly I'm guilty of something. Yeah, the whole polygraph thing. Oh, is her, yeah, that crazy question, anyway. That, that question makes me mad. It's not admissible in court because they don't trust them enough. So quit right. quit asking people that because you're in an impossible situation, uh, public relations wise, when you're asked that question. If right. you say no, I don't believe them. Oh, refuses to take a polygraph. Well, but they are they they aren't even accurate. In a, refuses to take a polygraph. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I thought her unequivocal. Heck yeah, cross examine me. I don't care. I'll go under oath. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Yeah, let's that's do it today. Pretty good. That's pretty. Yeah, good. that is that is pretty good. Uh, we'll never know, and I don't think nope. it'll cause much uh, much damage to the Biden candidacy. And unless, as I said earlier, it's just one more straw to the camel's back that he's not that great a candidate. Oh, so you're going uh, we'll with the see. the party dumps him angle? It's not impossible. Wow. It's unlikely still. But it's not impossible. This idea is a bunch of malarkey. Michelle Obama. Oh, stop it with that. So I'm reading this piece in the Wall Street Journal, uh, which echoes what I've heard from doctors and COVID-19 patients who I know, mostly through their loved ones. Uh, But this disease, I mean, it's so little understood at this point, but it is an insidious, bizarre disease. You come for the, uh, you know... 80%, Uh, 80%, nobody knows for sure, but uh, people who get no symptoms whatsoever and, and stay for the people who suddenly die. And the the way it attacks the body is they're starting to understand it a little bit more. But uh, the just to quote a couple things from the WSJ uh, article, um, doctors are learning that the damage can extend well beyond the lungs where infection can lead to pneumonia and acute respiratory distress syndrome. The disease also can affect the brain, kidneys, heart, vascular, and digestive systems. Some patients have sudden strokes, pulmonary embolisms, or heart attack symptoms. Others have kidney failure or inflammation of the gut. Infection can affect the nervous system, causing seizures, hallucinations, loss of smell, and taste. It may affect pregnancies, though the science is nascent. Did you um, Did you already say, I, would, I was reading something that... Uh... We all got sucked into this idea of it being a respiratory illness in the beginning because that's what they thought, but that's no longer the case. It's it's an everything. Yeah, yeah, they're we, understanding we should... it, it. It often starts with attacking the lungs, and your immune system produces inflammatory proteins, and the inflammation causes damage, including damage to arteries, clots formed to repair that damage. And so is it a? it's not purely a respiratory right. thing, but it, it starts... That well, way, it but seems. it's it's weird and scary. Thank God for humanity that this isn't as deadly as the flu, or worse. Right, that everybody doesn't get cyst, uh, symptoms. Yeah, but uh, clots in large blood vessels can lead to stroke or pulmonary embolisms. Microclots, they're thinking, is at the heart of the a lot of the damage. It makes it hard for lungs to oxygenate blood. And less oxygen can lead to multi-organ system failure. So, uh, Craig, the uh, healthcare guru who has some personal dealings with COVID nineteen, I'll leave that there to preserve, you know, everybody's privacy. But uh, he emailed us a an article just the other day saying this is not primarily a respiratory disease; it's primarily a clotting disease. Some patients are suffering heart lining inflammation, heart attacks, or abnormal heart rhythms. Uh, people are getting COVID toe clotting causes painful purplish swelling in the toes. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'd heard that. I'd, I'd meant to, you know, keep that in my mind in case any of my family members end up with that. Gets the old purple toe, which sounds like, you know, 
a euphemism for something you don't admit to outside, you know, the bedroom. Or but, a drink. Yeah. A yeah. shot. Sounds like one of those bizarre... Where was that... Uh, the bar in Alaska where there was some old miner's toe. That <laughs> right. you could it was like the f- a fermented finger or mummified something. Mummified yeah. thumb. You stirred remember. the drink with it or you, they use yeah. it for the ice? Or? And it was a novelty drink. Well, no, you they Yeah, I can't remember. You'd oh. order a miner's toe or whatever. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. No, I'm not ordering that. No, you don't understand. Oh, it's a, a local tradition. I don't care what it is. <laughs> bottle of beer? I'll take that. Uh, I know people, getting back to the COVID, uh, abnormal brain activity, some patients report mild muscle and joint aches, others' pain is severe, Um, digestive system, gastrointestinal issues, including diarrhea for weeks, Uh, throat symptoms, runny noses, conjunctivitis, the pink eye, Uh, blood clots in kidneys, etc., just... Just unbelievable. Oh, and here's your horrific punchline. Evidently, and I missed this somehow or other, but the uh, the Mint puts out these commemorative coins every year, uh, commemorative quarters with the wildlife on it now, uh, having done all the states. The 2020 quarter, bats. <laughs> How do you like that? I'm looking at it right now. Cute little bat hanging upside down with the baby bat. Just dripping with COVID. Don't use these quarters as a protest. Go to the mint and chuck it at the window. I don't know. It's just that can't oh. possibly be a coincidence. What? You think it's a plot of some sort? It's a sign. Um, this is this is starting to sound like the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nasty disease. Thank God most of us don't get symptoms at all. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> 